What would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness, in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. Have you ever received a gift that made you go, yes, 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 or ugh, ugh, ugh? I imagine we all have, and probably given some doozies too. Choosing the right gift for someone isn't always easy, but honing in on what the recipient might most enjoy and having fun with the process can go far. And the word fun makes me think of my dear friend, Heidi Mestra Giovanni, who's here with me today. And the two of us are going to explore a bunch of sexy, romantic, and empowering gift ideas, including some that we recall from our own lives, to help you get those creative juices flowing. As you may recall from her previous appearances, Heidi is a comedic author of the Lala Pettibone comedic novel series and co-host with James Napoli of the Movies Not Movies comedy podcast. If this episode turns you on, please head to beducated.com where you can get first class online courses delivered to your inbox so you can take them right in your bedroom. Since we're talking about gifts today, I took one of their courses that I thought many of you might be interested in either giving or receiving. It's called the Female Orgasm Course. And here are a few things I love about it. Um, The course features five key pleasure zones, including the clitoris, G-spot, cervix, nipples, and anus, plus a section on multiple orgasms and two guided audio sessions. While it's called the Female Orgasm Course, they use terms like vulva owner throughout, which I adore because it's so much more inclusive. I also appreciate that they have this focus on education and the gaps that lead to orgasm gaps, um, plus common barriers like body image challenges that so many of us can relate to. They really want folks to love their bodies and experience maximum pleasure. And a little helpful hint, as I was going through this, I thought, It's a really important thing to know that if you don't love your body or if that concept seems kind of intimidating, I think it's really good to aim for like a neutral relationship at first and aim to respect your body. And a course like this can actually help you get to that place because you start to really see all these wonderful pleasure zones and all these beautiful things your body can do and experience. And the demonstrations in this course are so helpful. You actually get to see what various techniques look like as a real person illustrates them on their body. It's not hidden like with cartoons or fruit or censored blocks or any of that. You actually get to see fingers on the body. And because it's a private course, they don't block you on the internet, (laughs) which is great. Um, You can literally try these different techniques they suggest as you're watching or like hit pause and then watch a bit, hit pause, watch a bit, or take the whole course in, the whole series, and then have fun playing along to one of their guided audio sessions that takes away all of the what should I do questions out of the equation and you can go on this fun exciting adventure if you or a partner is large-bodied here's a fun gift idea you could pair the course with this fabulous book called curvy girl sex 
101 Body Positive Positions to Empower Your Sex Life by the wonderful Elle Chase. And as the course suggests, a quality lube and a toy or two they recommend can really make awesome additions. So if this sounds tantalizing to you, head to beducated.com. So it's like bed educated as one word, or click the link in the show notes. They're offering a very generous discount for Girl Boner listeners. You can get $20 off the female orgasm course. Just enter the promo code GIRLBONER, no spaces, at checkout. And if you do give it a try, I would love to hear what you think. Thank you so much for joining me, Heidi. I am so happy to be here, August. This is my, this begins the holiday season. I'm, as we said before, I'll just be smiling all day because I got to see you. I got to spend time with you. I got to talk with you. Thank you so much. Mutual. I feel the absolute same way. And I love talking with you about gifts because you are all about kindness. Oh. And I know that's a huge theme in all of the work that you do. I'd love to find out a few things about gifts you've received. I don't even know if we've talked about this. We've had a lot of conversations. A lot of conversations a lot of over the years. Fun yes, conversations. Yes. But what is the sexiest gift or one of the sexiest gifts you've ever received? Again? You know, it is, of course, from my wonderful husband, Tom. On the anniversary of our first meeting, the first year, he arranged a big surprise, a wonderful trip to a very, very charming, romantic uh, bed and breakfast in Santa Barbara. And we had the most marvelous time. And it was just just so lovely and sexy and romantic. And we walked along the beach and we went out to dinner. And the place was as charming as anything I have ever seen. So Those it was perfect. getaways are so, so romantic. Vital. And they don't yeah. have to be big week-long adventures. Yeah. Like Santa Barbara from here, you can do an afternoon day trip Absolutely. one night. I had a wonderful experience um, with a partner in uh, Morro Bay. Oh, lovely. And I just think of the place now and ooh, it gives yeah. me... Yep. happy butterflies because it is there's something very whimsical and to step away from your responsibilities and to not have to think about anything else is just automatically hot for sure it is it's very sexy to relax yeah yeah so that one sounds like it was sexy and romantic it was it was both it very was absolutely both which is right hand in hand yes yeah, yes yeah. yeah is there another romantic gift that wasn't necessarily sexy but just just romance yes tom Again, Tom is the theme. Tom is, is is wonderful at giving gifts because he's so, as you mentioned before, he's so kind and he's so thoughtful. He gave me the most, I, I don't wear a lot of jewelry and he knows that. So he gave me the simplest silver chain entwined in a very simple silver heart. And he, and he again, surprised me. I don't even think it was an occasion. I just remember him putting it around me and putting it on. And it's just one of my favorite things in the entire world. And it's very simple and very elegant and very lovely and very romantic. There is little as romantic as feeling known and understood by someone. Well said and heard and yeah. understood. And he knew and you yes. didn't want some blingy, gaudy, like, diamond-studded thing yep. that you like simple pieces. Yes. That's really, really yeah. precious. Yeah. That's beautiful. How about an especially empowering gift? I, and you know I love these questions, by the way, but I, I love all your questions. Uh, this one was very specific. Oh, no, big surprise. It came from Tom. And also a wonderful, uh, wonderful surprise gift. I have been wanting for all of my life to learn French. And I started doing that a couple of years ago. And the catalyst for starting that was Tom giving me the Rosetta Stone French language software, which started me on this 
unbelievably wonderful journey. I speak German fluently, as you know, because I learned it as a child, and children learn a language in a day or two. Very different as an adult, and it's been really empowering, August, to start to maybe think in French because of this. And Tom started me on this journey with a literal journey. We went to Paris on our honeymoon and uh, started me on that journey with that wonderful gift. Again, that's somebody paying attention to the things that you say, your desires. I think there can be a lot of stress around choosing a gift because we can focus, just like with insects, of performing well. Like well I want to see really yes. good at yes. giving a gift or I want to well I want to impress someone and when you shift that to you want to know someone I think that makes a big difference. That's that's so important and I didn't think of it in those terms but what a wonderful way to start the holiday season to to pay attention to the person you're giving a gift to and to to think about what they value. Yes. And what has meaning in their in their lives and in their time. I find, August, that when we look at the way people spend time and what they put in, you know, uh, priority on, it tells us so much about them. Oh, it really does. Yes. How you spend your time, who you spend your time with. Yes. Um, and and again, the things that you the, that you dream about, things that you wouldn't necessarily do for yourself. Yes. That you admire, but you're not going to run off and purchase. Yes. I think can be really big. Uh, what about <laughs> like a bummer WTF type gift? Have you ever given or received something like that? I, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't even dare to think about had I ever done that. I did think about one that immediately came to mind for having received and again with a theme I think we're we're having here which is being heard and seen and understood I got for a milestone birthday a very elaborate very I'm assuming very expensive very fancy schmancy basket of elaborate unusual coffee beans and you were with me when I had the only cup of coffee <laughs> I've had in my 62 years on Wasn't the Wasn't that last year? At Stephanie Michelle's podcast. <laughs> um, it, it, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. I don't drink, I. I so there was a big presumption there. Well, I, I don't know how anyone <laughs> who knows me, well, because this is someone, someone I adore who knows me well. Oh. Like, have you ever seen me have a cup of coffee? Do you think that they wanted you to like it and and be turned on to coffee, or maybe it was a regift? Sometimes that I wondered about that. <laughs> yeah, I think there's nothing. I I think regifting is recycling, and that can be great. Oh, it can be great, especially if it's not a good gift for you, but yes. someone else would appreciate it. And if it, if you know that it's the perfect gift for someone else. This one just wasn't the perfect gift for me. Oh, did you regift it? I don't remember. It was quite a while ago. I yeah. don't remember. I think, actually, I think what happened is, you know, my late husband, my first husband, Dennis, he was a coffee drinker. I think I sort of said, here, enjoy, which is nice, but it, it was my milestone birthday, not his. Oh, yeah. I say that with no bitterness in hindsight. <laughs> not at any, not not at any all. at all. Not at all. Absolutely. Not at all. Yeah. I think it's always okay to ask someone to, don't you? If somebody, and also to answer honestly, yes. because I think it's almost like practicing consent in a way, practicing yes. your communication to really yes. say something like, I maybe you're struggling with this. And you could say, I feel a little uncomfortable because I really want to give you something special. Yes. But I don't I don't quite know what what you most want right now. Or, you know, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Now, if the person says, my dream is to be surprised. 
Absolutely. Then you know that. Absolutely. And then you could plan, maybe it's um, a surprise gathering of friends or something. Nice, you know? nice. But what do you think? Would you feel okay being asked? And Very would, much would so. Would you a- answer honestly, too, if I said, yes. what would you like for your birthday? Yes, absolutely. Or for Christmas or absolutely. Hanukkah or whatever. And you know, I would probably immediately say to you, make a donation to an animal rescue group. Because <laughs> you know, we, we love that. Yes. But I, but I think, August, you talked about communication. Absolutely. You know, I, I will often say to a friend, you have this birthday coming up. You have this holiday. I want to give you something. Can you give me a category of something that you would like? Oh, I like that. You know, so would it be a book, which, of course, we love to give and we love to receive, you and I? Yes. Um, would it be a gift card? And and you don't even have, you know, or be specific. Or be please feel free to be specific. Tell me what works for you. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think it's lovely to say I'd love to be surprised. That would mean the world to me. Yes. And I love that suggestion of a category because I think one of the reasons asking and and having that conversation can feel less thoughtful is because people say, well, if I say I want that basketball and you get me that basketball, I open it and there's no surprise. There's no like, you know, it doesn't feel as thoughtful, although the question is. Yes. But a category gives people creative freedom. Yes. And if it's I want you to give me a book that's meaningful to you or maybe I love mysteries or, you know, something of that nature. I think that's I I really like that a lot. Thank you. I really love doing that. And it's, it's gotten, you know, I also, for example, I don't know if this helps with people who have nieces and nephews, but my cousin who's like my baby sister, when her children have birthdays coming up, I just say, can you tell me what to get them? And she will, she'll send me a link to Amazon or whatever. And that's great because she knows them. She's with them. I'm not with them often enough. I found that tremendously helpful. For for younger kids, I don't know if, it, you know, it, it's been a good thing. Yes, asking other loved ones is great. Yes. <laughs> Especially for kids. And if yes. you don't have kids and you're just. Yes. Yes. I, I'll ask my mom about my nieces and nephews or their parents just because I'll see a game and I don't know if they have it yes. or something like that. Um, have you ever given or received a sex toy? Yes, I have. Mm, do tell. Um, I would say given and received the same sex toy since I got a a lot of pleasure out of out of it as well. And as I, I mentioned to you before, I had to look up what it is, the generic term for this particular thing. And I discovered that the term is clitoral jewelry. Not like this one I'm wearing on my finger, right? Not specifically like that fabulous ring of yours that I love so much. Penelope the, Jones. Oh my gosh, how wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And I love that ring and it's very empowering. This particular item was uh, when Tom and I started dating. And I, I think I wanted to in addition to surprising him and delighting him and shocking him a little, all of which I did achieve. And I think I got it at the pleasure chest on Santa Monica, if I'm remembering correctly. Awesome. So what happens, and I, for want of a better way to describe it, you hook some lovely silver tongs. Tongs isn't the word. <laughs> like that's really, tongs. Yeah, like, but that's not even the word. It's like, like a clip. Okay. And then you hook it over, you like hook your lips together. Your, okay. Yes. And then lovely cascades of diamonds. Oh. I guess the one time that big diamonds really spoke to me as jewelry. And it's and when you take your clothes off and Tom was like, Oh my God, what? <laughs> it was really fun. I it was love really fun. that. It oh was my gosh. really fun. There's uh, something called vajazzling. Have you heard of this? No, I have not heard of that. So vajazzling is, it's it's more of a procedure, but it, it's decorations that get applied to you. And I'm trying to remember what, they use a special kind of glue. I'm not sure. It's like a hot something or other. Wow. Um, to, to decorate the vulva. Wow. And it's typically the, the front area 
of of the vulva. Um, and it's just for bling. Wow. And I think it lasts for about a week. I wrote about it in my book as one of the things that we do to, you know, play with the appearance of our genitals and why people do things and the pros and cons and all that. And what I love about what you experienced is it's, it's just a thing you can temporarily wear for a little bit Mm -hmm. and it doesn't just last a week. That sounds really fun. It was Just for a little surprise in the pants. I like that. Big surprise. And and I would say, August, that the look on Tom's face alone (laughs) was worth every everything. Yes. And you know, surprise and laughter. Yes. They're fun. I think we have an idea too about sex that it has to be really lustful and serious. And humor is a huge part of it. I mean, it's messy, it's goofy. Yes. And and it, you knew, too, that he would receive it well, which is important. I yeah. think whenever you're giving a toy or um, trying out a new accessory, having some knowledge. Like if, if you've only been on a couple of dates with someone or you've only hooked up once, <laughs> you you may not yet know if they – like I wouldn't give somebody lube because you noticed, oh, their, um, their vulva seems a little dry. That's not the way to do it, right? No, not the way. Yes. Um, but if somebody says that, if they mention that they would like to feel more, you know, arousal or something. Yes, yes. Or if you say, I would love for us both to feel more pleasure. Have you heard about, you know, I heard about this lube on this amazing podcast. Um, <laughs> or any podcast. It doesn't have to be mine. Um, or a toy, knowing that they are open to the idea. Yes. I think is, is important. And that... You can, I think accessories that you wear are great surprises. Yes. I think accessories that you just whip out in the middle of sex, like a, you know, a BDSM toy or something like that, those are things to talk about first. Yes. I think putting those two into the two separate categories is really important as well. And again, back to communication. Yes, absolutely. Which is sexy. Communication's really sexy. It is. And even when it's awkward and uncomfortable, it tends to open up the door to so much vulnerability, which is the foundation of trust and comfort and safety and intimacy and all those beautiful things. So the questions that you feel like, oh my gosh, about are often the most important ones to to ask. And words are so sexy. They are. A quick aside, just a very quick aside. Um, uh, If you're looking for a gift for a sexy gift, uh, there is a book written by Anonymous in the Victorian era called A Man with a Maid. And I haven't read it for decades, but I remember being in my tiny apartment in New York City, just having graduated from college, and I think my roommate had it, and I picked it up, and I did not put it down until four, whenever I was done with it, because it's just very sexy. Is it an erotic? Yes. Yeah. It's an erotic exploration. Oh. And uh, it's, it's, you know, fiction, and I would say... Read it to each other. Read passages to each other. Just a thought that popped into my head when you were talking about communication and I words. I love that idea. Yes, reading together, especially when it's something erotic like yeah. that. It it can open up your minds to a lot of different, maybe some new activities you want to try. Yeah. Or it just is a, a huge turn on because we know the mind is the most powerful Nothing else. Um, yeah. part yeah. of sex yeah. and turn on for sure. Nothing more powerful, yes. absolutely. I actually brought a toy to show you. <gasps> Uh, because I want to give a shout out to um, Cal Exotics. They sent me this toy called the In Touch Passion Trio. Um, and I occasionally, you know, get toys from different companies and I always appreciate them. But this one is one of my favorites of the year. And I think it's a great gift. I'm going to grab it here out of oh, my fantastic, bag. Fantastic. Because as I describe it, then you can tell me if you feel like it's making sense to the, the listeners. Lovely. Okay, so I'm grabbing it out of my bag here. So it comes in a 
big, lovely box. That is a very nice box. Right? Yes. And on the front, it says, In Touch Premium Multi-Head Interchangeable Massager. Wow. Now, by interchangeable, they are not kidding. So wow. the, there's one base okay. of the toy, um, which is about, you know, the palm of my hand. Yes. You can hold it. And that has, uh, let's see, the battery in it. So okay. you can you can charge that really easily. It comes with a lovely, charger. Lovely, lovely color. But then you can attach three different. Wow attachments to it and one of them is um, like more of a standard dildo they all vibrate right. at 11 or 10 different speeds wow. and different wow. pulsation levels so you can I always like the really mild ones first or even to try it without any buzz at first and then just hitting the button and, <laughs> and yes. see what happens but then there's one that has um, a sucking um, whoops sucking motion that's amazing so if you really like external clitoral stimulation um, this one can go internally as well, and they're all sleek enough that you could yeah. have partner play regardless of your, your genitalia. And then this third one is more like a wand. Wow. Are you familiar with the wand sex toy? No. It's it's a big, long – I keep hitting this because my hands are full of vibrators. <laughs> um, but so the, the wand is – is pretty large. Wow. It's, it's like over a foot long. August, August's hands are really far apart right now. It's they quite are re- really it's quite far remarkable. Apart. Yes. And we know size doesn't necessarily matter, but this wand is very large, but you don't insert it. It's uh you you can place it on different parts of your body. Oh. It can feel good on all different kinds of genitalia, on the nipples, everywhere. And I like it because it's very accessible. Mm. Um, if you have a large body or a limited mobility, you can reach around. But for me, I like the internal stimulation. Okay. So for me, this toy is great because if someone didn't know what kind of pleasure ah. I like, um, or if I didn't know, right, I would want something that I could ex- experiment with because this wand attachment isn't going to be my go-to, mm. but it might be fun to play with. Absolutely. Uh, but the other two are exactly what I love to, to try. Wow. It's cool, right? It's extremely cool. I also have to point out, it's really elegant looking. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really the, you know the whole presentation and the items themselves are very sleek and elegant looking, yeah, yeah. and I love ten speeds. How great is that? Yes, and the options, the variety, lovely. Variety is so fun. Yes. I, I think it's really helpful too if you've say had the same partner for a long time. Absolutely, just to try something simple and new, like a new toy or, you know, switching things up a little bit can be helpful. It's great, obviously, for solo play, too. And it's really velvety. It's body yeah. safe. It's yeah. made out of um, uh, very body safe materials. So you don't have to worry if you're prone to um, infections or, wow. you know, some of the like jelly toys sure. can can really hold in bacteria. So it's a really good choice. I love that one. Um, then there's another one I'm looking forward to trying that I haven't yet. It's called uh, the Bullet Vibrator by Hot Octopus. Um, and it's really cool. It's it's actually called the Ammo Bullet Vibrator, uh, which is an interesting name, but it's a really sleek, small bullet shape. You know, the bullet vibrators are basically um, like the end of that toy. Right. So just a small piece that you can use externally on any kind of body part. Um, and it's it's meant to be used for partner play or on your own. Mm. And it's waterproof. Wow. And one thing, I'll, and whisper quiet. So it's small. You can travel with it. So over the holidays, I like small, quiet toys because a lot of people have concerns about kids running around yes. or you don't want like your cousins you in the hotel visiting? next door yes, to be exactly. like hearing yes, you or whatever. Yes. Um, and then relaxing bubble baths are highly recommended throughout Absolutely. the holiday season Absolutely. because stress is a big, um, not only a buzzkill sexually, but just difficult to deal with. So yes. taking care of yourself is really important. Um, do you have a, is there any sex toy that you haven't tried that you would like to? Oh, that, that box you just showed. Yes. <laughs> I would share, but I've 
enjoyed this one. I'm, so that um, is hilarious. <laughs> I w- I am looking forward to ordering my own. Yay. It looks quite lovely. Tom, don't listen to this broadcast. Big surprise. You wait. <laughs> you wait. Yeah. So you can find that one on on Cal Exotics, and I'll share links, um, relevant links in the show notes, so people can shop away. I also really like cock rings for stocking stuffers. Um, they're great for if you and or a partner has a penis um, for more pleasure for both of you mm. because it increases uh, the firmness of an erection and can make everything more sensitive for, for both people. And some of them vibrate, which wow. is pretty fun. So if you're looking the for something that's vibrate. not super expensive. Yeah, sometimes it's sometimes it's the ring and sometimes it is a little attachment to the ring. Wow. Yeah, which is fun because if one of you has a penis and one of you has a vulva, then the external clit is right at the vibrator. Amazing. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's a fun thing that's not – because some of of the really high-end sex toys are a bit expensive sure. and I think worth the investment if you if you can uh, manage that but a body safe cock ring oh, wow. is is not going to break the bank so it's I a good idea. I think this is going to be an especially fun holiday season. That is a great idea. I think so too. I love that. I think so too. Have you heard of uh, Andrew Gerza? He's a creator of Ew. Disabled People Are Hot. Oh no, how wonderful. Oh, he's so great. He has a wonderful podcast called um, Disabled After Dark. And he's a speaker, he's an advocate and an educator, and he created this campaign, this hashtag, Disabled People Are Hot, and people were sharing pictures. He encouraged people with visible and invisible disabilities to share an image because so often people who have disabilities are not um, considered sexual beings right, they're for not seen. such yes, silly yes, reasons yes. because, of course, ability yes. has nothing to do with our sexuality Absolutely. and we're all born sexual sexual creatures, sexual beings. Um, so now he has these... It went viral all over the world. Wow. I mean, all if over you the Google world. it. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really worthy stuff. But he has gear like shirts that say disabled people are hot and you can find those at podcrashjukebox.org i'll share a link to that too um but i think that's a great way to be an ally to people who who are disabled but also if you are disabled really rock those shirts and 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 know that you are sexy yes i think that's so important and you're seen you're seen as sexy and you're seen Yes. Speaking of seen, yes. another way of being seen, yeah. I'm going to start salivating a little because this is one of my like, ooh. I love um, sensual photo shoots. Wow. And I think those are magnificent gifts <gasps> for yourself, wow. for a partner, maybe you and a partner or, or partners. Lovely. Um, have you ever experience something like that? No, it just sounds incredibly wonderful. <gasps> it is so wonderful. Can can I also just take a moment to say that what I love about you and Girl Boner is that, you know, I'm 62. This is a new adventure. I love the intergenerational Girl Boner inspiration. Because there is no age limit, There's right? literally sexy no... Have... Uh, sexy forever. Yes. And we're always growing and learning. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, yes. and you inspire me all the time with... Well, you do. You inspire me. With so many different things, um, but but that you embrace the journey as well of, of age. Yeah, I really do. It's really nice to be alive. And yeah. it's... it's I, 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 every day really is a gift. Mm, I agree. I absolutely agree. And you can commemorate your aging process... With I love that photos, idea. I love that idea. Which can be full on naked, yep. but it could also be sexy underwear. It could be a t-shirt you feel hot in. Um, and I think some of the keys for it are working with somebody who has 
the true artist's yes. eye. Yes. Um, and I have two recommendations. Uh, one is Nick Holmes, and one is Josephina Hunter. Lovely. Uh, they are both incredible. Josephina is based on the East Coast. Oh. Nick is based on the West Coast. However... I believe they both travel. I think also if you can swing it, if you can make a trip to do something where you have a, a weekend or a day or something. Make it to an do adventure. This. Absolutely. Yes. Whether you share them or not. Absolutely. I think I'm partial to these shoots partly because I think, as you know, I went through the severe eating disorder sure. and I was modeling when I was diagnosed. And so for me to to go from feeling so self-conscious mm. of my body mm. and to be around cameras all the time for other people and to shift that to I'm way beyond the age of what is considered glamorous and sexy in models eyes not models eyes but the industry still celebrates the industry has youth. a problem the industry has a problem it yeah. does and and to to be an age where I never would have imagined mm. 15 20 25 years ago sure. that I sure. would I would be before cameras, much less not wearing very much. Mm. Um, and to do it for my own just expression. Yes. I, I don't think it's for everybody, but if that tantalizes you, like if you hear that and you go, ooh, I think look into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the key, of course, as you just said, is for yourself. Yes. Because it has meaning for you. Absolutely. Lovely. I think it's really empowering. Um, Nick actually does empowerment shoots where wow. that's the whole goal and you'll spend hours, you know, um, he'll work with you. And I have to say, oh, one of the coolest things about shooting with him, it pointed out something to me that I hadn't even thought about. So all my years modeling, I never once had someone do something so respectful that he did, which was he asked me if he could touch me, meaning just my shoulder. Wow. And he would step in and say, you know, is it okay if I – and, I mean, I felt very emotional because yes. I was used to being maneuvered. I oh, mean, you know. August, wow. And it's fine. It was part of the deal, and I wasn't – I never felt like that part of modeling was sure. problematic for me because I knew that I was part of their canvas and whatnot. Um However, there is something, especially when it's a vulnerable space, mm. a guy, you know, just to have someone be so respectful yes. of boundaries and you feeling safe, which is so important. Um, so whenever you're working with any photographer, of yes. course, yes. and even if you do a shoot on your own, um, I know some people have concerns about privacy. Sure. If I have naked photos, to me, I'm just like, great, post them. because. Yeah. Yeah. But that's me. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's right. But uh, but yeah, I think I think. Everyone should do it at least once in their lifetime. Have a have a sexy photo taken. It sounds um, wonderful. Yeah. It sounds I also just have to say what you were saying about respect mm -hmm. and that he asked you. Yeah. Respect is very sexy. Very. Oh man. Yes. I mean I got just like a little wave of like, <laughs> oh wow, he asked. that's lovely. Yes. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. You would love him. And and he's local here. Um Josephine is amazing. She actually took the photos that I have been using for my most recent headshots oh, with my wow. with yes. my clit ring. Yes, yes. Um, and she uses natural light and she is just you don't even know you're shooting. If you're intimidated by the idea of shooting, you don't want it to feel like a photo shoot. Mm. She you just sit there and you're talking and suddenly she has photo I mean, it's just a very wow. magical experience in a in a completely different way. So um, yeah, I'm happy to to give more recommendations if, if people don't have access to those photographers, but I highly recommend them both. Oh, and Nick also has two poetry books that I recommend. Wow. That are very lovely. He's an artist. That's lovely. Very much so. She's an artist. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely lovely. She is. It's lovely. 100% an artist. Uh, 
Another idea I love, and I'd love to hear what you would put in your sexy gift basket, <laughs> but gift baskets are so great They're so for the good. holidays and for, for a gift for whether it's for Valentine's Day or someone's birthday, because you can, again, choose pieces that um, appeal to that particular person. And if you're not quite sure about things like we're just getting to know each other and I want to just try a lot of fun new things together that's when you could do like some different lube samples mm. a couple of small toys samples are great yes Absolutely. massage lotion oh and those uh, massage candles have you yes. seen those I have not seen those I've oh heard my of goodness. those yeah, they're so yeah. great the pleasure chest has a couple of great ones and the wax is literally massage oil so it the wow. candle is creating this lovely ambiance which a side note Candlelight is so complimentary and flattering that it helps a lot of people who feel a little um, mm. insecure about their bodies feel more comfortable naked. Mm. So light the candle. Oh, my gosh. Lovely. And if you're feeling a little tense or to me, massage is sex, too. Like Absolutely. Cuddling is sex. Absolutely. Making out is sex. Absolutely. Uh, but if you really just want to have like an intimate experience, I think that's great. What would you put in a sexy gift? Actually, let me change this. What would you want to be in your sexy gift basket? Oh, wow. That's a great question. And, you know, I do. I have to say, just to echo what you were saying, gift bags, gift baskets, so much fun. So lovely. And when you, when you, I love the idea of samples to try things together. So let me think about mine. I think I would absolutely love those massage candles. Those sound wonderful. Um, yes, a certificate for, for a couple of days away at an inn. Always, always a lovely thing. A new book. That's maybe sexy, maybe erotica, maybe not. Um, I I love the idea of uh, cock rings, a new phase in my life. Yes, somehow I managed to get here without You're exploring welcome, cock Tom. rings. Yes. <laughs> so, and I I think when you were saying well, it would be in my bag, and it's sort of like with the clitoral jewelry, it's for both of us. Yes. And, and and lovely, you can you can have it on your own. Yep. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So we have a listener question ah. for our wonderful resident sex therapist, Dr. Megan Fleming. She is so wonderful. I met her in person in New York with you, and oh my gosh. I'm so glad you had the chance to meet. I, I need to get her in the studio here. Yeah. Uh, but this question came from Didi, who wrote this. My partner and I were in a bad car accident a few months ago. By some miracle, we both survived. We are in a better place, though have more recovery to go and will for some time. He needs a wheelchair for now and will switch to a walker in the future. From there, we don't really know. I feel ready to get back to sex in whatever ways we can, but he doesn't. And I am fine with that. I am proud of us for talking about it. I am proud of you as well for talking about it. Mm. Um, I'm just wondering what to do from here. Should I wait for him to tell me when he's ready again? I'm also thinking of working on my masturbation skills and have only ever really got myself off quickly with a certain vibrator, and it has been literally years. I feel like a teenager asking this, but do you have any suggestions? I understand if this is too much to ask. I love the podcast. Thanks for making it, Dee Dee. Didi, thank you so much for your your note and for trusting us with this question um, and for listening. I'm, I'm so glad that the show strikes you and that you and your partner are on the mend. That is so, so wonderful. Here is what Dr. Megan Fleming of GreatLifeGreatSex.com had to say. Didi, thanks so much for your question. And first, I just want to say I'm so glad that you both are on the road to recovery. It sounds like a very scary accident indeed. Um... But I'm also proud that you are both, as you mentioned, talking about and interested in resuming intimacy and sex. 
you know, I think as we often talk about for many couples, these are hard conversations to speak openly and frankly about what they want, what they desire, what they desire, and what they want to sort of explore together. And so when your boyfriend right now is saying that he's not ready, I guess there's a part of me that wants to say, can he tell you more? Because it's unclear, what is he thinking? And, you know, picturing in his own mind, you know, maybe he's, his idea of sex is, you know, when he's maybe being dominant or, um, you know, does he imagine, it seems because he's in a wheelchair at this level, and having this level of disability, does he no longer experience or see himself as a sexual person or a sexual being? Because I work with people who have had all sorts of injuries or medical illness or different levels of disability. And I think just like we're wired for connection from the cradle to the grave, there are always ways of experiencing physical touch, intimacy, um, pleasure in the body. And so, you know, I would get a sense of you know, in his own mind's eye, what, is it, what would it look like? How would he know even when he thinks he's ready? And in a sense, just sort of describing the ready for what? Because, you know, again, I often refer to spontaneous and responsive desire. He, as many women often, and it's true of men as well, may not feel like he's in the mood. And that may be the place he's used to coming from, where he's already coming from a place of wanting. But if he is open and receptive or willing, as we say, to, you know, the role of touch, it's like through the body that it feels good and it opens up sort of the yeses and the feeling of pleasure and then the desire can kick in. And so, you know, obviously you want to pace this and see where he's at. You know, I can imagine he might be also experiencing some level of depression and that might be contributing as well to loss of sexual interest or desire, but really just seeing, you know, what is it he does think about, you know, and what might small yeses, you know, what might things he be able to say yes to that are small, right? So maybe it's massaging the temple of his forehead or, um, you know, kissing his neck or we sort of say from a tantric, although this doesn't work for everybody, you know, sucking the big toe, but, you know, just sort of side by side laying down, you know, letting your hands wander and roam, where again, the goal is not at all about um, whether or not he's going to get an erection. And it certainly isn't about penetration, but it's about the connection. It's about the touch. It's about enjoying one another and giving each other pleasure in your bodies. But that being said, you know, always we respect the no. So after further conversation, and as I say, not a definitive one, a series of conversations, you know, it is great that you're also revisiting for yourself. Like, how can I give myself pleasure? Because, you know, it's interesting. Most people, whenever they masturbate and they learn to bring themselves to orgasm, a lot of them don't vary it up much. It's sort of like their go-to, like their chocolate or vanilla ice cream. And I mean, we sort of joke, like people can get, you know, how are you not tired of your partner? And I'm like, it's interesting, you're generally not tired of your own hand. So um, it's to realize, oh, you know, people often have the things that they go to that feel good, but it's also an opportunity for you right now, other than the vibrator and the quickie, right? What are other ways that your body likes to feel pleasure? And so, again, I always say that arousal is both mental and physical. So it's an opportunity to, dis to discover and explore your mental turn-ons through fantasy and erotica, as well as from a sensation perspective. So I would start by, again, the foundation of arousal is relaxation. So getting your place self to a relaxed place you know, and exploring those mental turn-ons and then let your hands roam and wander. Um, 
and really sort of discover, you know, is it your nipples? Is it like, what is it the kind of touch that feels good? And in terms of focusing more specifically on different ways of to achieve orgasm, a great resource that I often recommend is, oh my God, yes. Um, this is an uh, online and it's a one-time membership fee and they offer, they've done research on over 2,000 women from the ages of uh, 18 to 95 and explored and talked about all the different ways that women and the techniques, right, that they bring themselves to orgasm. And so they've actually defined 12 techniques and I'll just sort of name them for you. But even as I name them, even as I read them and I've read them before, it's always like, oh, I think I want to go back and revisit that one. Because the reality is I often say is we know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. So again, here's a huge opportunity to explore on your own. What is it that feels good to you? Which of these techniques are sort of you want to say, oh my God, yes to. So they are edging, hinting, consistency, surprise, rhythm, multiples, assenting, staging, layering, orbiting, and signals. So I want you, even as I said that, thinking about, did you even know that there were 12 different techniques? And that's even what they've described. And because again, I think it's really about your own exploration and your own turn-ons and discovering that for yourself. And speaking of which, I think that, um, Another sort of recommendation would be for you to sign up for my upcoming pleasure challenge because I think it's perfect for any woman who wants to explore and embrace, and embrace her own pleasure. So uh, be one of the first to sign up and I will share all those details coming soon. You can go to my website, greatlifegreatsex.com and on my contact page, put pleasure in the subject line. So can't wait to hopefully have you join me and us on this pleasure challenge. And as you're discovering for yourself what feels good and, you know, all the different ways to give yourself pleasure and orgasm, would also love to hear about that too. Thanks. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. Uh, I hope everyone does sign up for her nine-day challenge. It's free and it's for anyone who's feeling like they're in a bit of a rut or just wants to spark things up a little bit in the sex department. And just go to greatlifegreatsex.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes. Um, choose the other option in her drop down, then just type the word pleasure. Hit send, and she will make sure to keep you posted. Didi, I would also love to gift you a copy of Girl Boner Journal, uh, which has some fun stories and exercises you might find helpful as you're navigating that you might find helpful as you navigate all of this. So just drop me a note on my site with your address and I will drop that in the mail. And I just wish you and your partner so much healing. Yes. Um, I love what Megan said about the small yeses. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's really moving. I mean, it's it's very touching. It's uh, yeah. my very, very best thoughts to them both. And, and my, of course, thanks to Dr. Megan. And, and thanks to you. The Girl Boner Journal is really something that is so comforting and inspiring. And I, I think it's lovely that you're sending it to her. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I would love for listeners to hear a little bit about your Lala Pettibone book series. If they maybe missed one of our previous episodes or could use a refresher, tell us about your books. Well, you know, they're, they're so, uh, they're comedic. I, I always say that I share a birthday with P.G. Woodhouse and I want to make people laugh as much as his work makes me laugh. Um, I also share a birthday with Nietzsche, but a different story for a different time. <laughs> and and Lala was widowed young, as I was. And uh, 
my theme, I think, for most of my work, if not all of my work, is it's never too late to begin again, and it must be happy hour somewhere. And she, spoiler alert, looks for love again after having been widowed and uh, journeys along the way and adventures along the way and misadventures along the way and happy endings, maybe. Yeah. Find out. <laughs> yes. And as I have told you multiple times, I truly laughed out loud reading of Lala's adventures, and they're full of your spirit, which I always feel if everyone could just experience a bit of Heidi, (laughs) they would have a happier life, and these books provide that. Thank you for writing them. It means the world to me that they made you laugh aloud, darling. It really just means the absolute world to me. Thank you so much. I don't know if you had a podcast last time you were here. I don't think I did. Is that possible? It's so unique. (laughs) Tell us, remind us the name, and what is the premise? So the name of the podcast is Movies Not Movies. I am honored to be a co-host with James Napoli, who is the uh, author of many wonderful works, including the Official Dictionary of Sarcasm. We had more fun driving to our wonderful producer studio. He cracks me up. He slays me. And the, the premise is that we review and discuss movies that don't exist, and we interview the people who don't exist who made them. And there are scenes from the movies. Uh, One of my favorite titles is a foreign film called Before the Stench When We Were Happy. It's one of the ones that we review. And, you know, can I ask what the stench is or is that a secret? Let me not tell you because it's a bit of a spoiler alert. Um, But, you know, August, again, as I as I get older, I fun means more to me than anything. And the extent to which I have fun working on this podcast cannot be exaggerated. And thank you so much for mentioning it. Because to me, you are the podcast guru. So it means the world to me that you enjoyed it. That is so kind. I will make sure that we include with, thank the, you. with all the gift information. I'll, it'll probably be on my blog and I'll include links to thank you. Thank all you. of your wonderful creations. I'd love to wrap up with any wish you might have for listeners. What what would you like them to have this season in particular? I really, and I'm, I'm again so moved by the question and Dr. Megan's response, I would really wish for everyone kindness. And uh, now more than ever, we need to give it. We deserve to receive it. The world needs more kindness. Yeah. Yeah. It's really true. And it seems to be your core principle. Thank you. And what you live by and and what you offer others um, on a on a daily basis, everyone that you meet. I remember one of our book events because we've done wonderful, very fun joint book events. <laughs> we, we have fun. We do have yeah. a lot of fun. And yes. I remember uh, because we used to be neighbors. Yes. Yes. And I looked out and there was the entire neighborhood. Everyone was there. People I had passed by maybe once. I mean Everyone who meets you feels so seen. We were talking about feeling seen, and that's what you do. And I, I so appreciate you, Heidi. Ditto. August, I, it sounds glib to say ditto, but I just have to say ditto. You are one of my favorite people ever, and you inspire people, and you make them feel heard, and you make them feel seen because you see them and you hear them. And I just don't think there's a greater gift, and you inspire us. Thank you so much for that.
I so appreciate it. You're the best. So people can find out more about you and your work on your website. Yes. Remind us what that is. Well, you know, I've got that long last name. Yes. Spell it so out for it's us. I'm gonna spell the whole thing. It's <laughs> one obviously one word and it's Heidi, H E I D I Mastro Giovanni. Uh, my yes, my father's parents came from Sicily. So it's H E I D I M A S T R O G I O V A N N I dot com. And I would love to have you come visit. And you have a mailing list, right? Yes. So sign up for the mailing Please list do. so that they can make sure to hit events if you happen to be in town, all of your, your good offerings that are coming up. Thank you again for being here, Heidi. Thank you so much for having me. Happiest, happiest of holidays. And if you're enjoying Girl Boner Radio, please hit subscribe if you haven't and leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week. Girl Boner Radio is owned, operated, and executively produced by me, August McLaughlin, with technical producer and audio extraordinaire, Mackenzie Mazel, as part of the Period Podcast Network, an affiliate of Starburns Industries. Learn more about the Girl Boner podcast brand movement and book series at girlboner.org and more about Period at periodnetwork.com. 